Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. And here we are, episode 30, Chopping Lines. It's been a fun run so far. We love having you. You on? This is your host, Ted Lutz, bringing you the latest week of sports news. We got some great stuff to talk about today. And by we, I mean me and the co-host, Doc Ward, across the way. What up, Ted? What is up, people at home, all of our treasured listeners? Choppers out there. It's Super Bowl week. A big week indeed, and a lot lot to talk about in the football, a lot to talk about in the NBA as well. But with no further ado, our Super Bowl preview. We have the Chiefs and the Eagles. And if you haven't seen Field Yates' stat yet, these teams were each 16-3. and three, Each had 546 points. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. That's funny. It, Great minds. It's crazy. <laughs> Great minds read Field Yates' tweets. Hey, hey. Yeah, uh, both all have six all-pro players and were both uh, the number one seeds going into the playoffs. So it is really as even as a matchup as you want. And no matter what was said, I mean, there's been a lot of talk of the referees in the past couple weeks, but the two best teams all year pretty much are in the championship game so it's in a league of parity and being able to identify you know the the cream of the crop i think it's played out as designed i i couldn't agree more it doesn't always go like that right a lot of the dark horses were knocked off their horses um the chiefs offense gonna be a little bit not a little bit lacking of dynamics it looks like uh, we know Miko Hardman's out. Juju's banged yeah. up. So is uh, Kadarius Tony. Could be a very weird, run heavy, even screen heavy approach. Yeah, it'll be, and maybe you'll see some more production out of your Marquise Valdez Scantlin, which sounds right. like an oil spill, or even <laughs> like a college basketball team that only plays their games in the middle of the summer or something. It's like we're going out to Valdez Scantlin State. They're playing on a, uh, a naval aircraft carrier. <laughs> um, but Great yeah, scenery. it'll be interesting to see what the dynamic will be. I mean, across the board, the Eagles are probably the better team as Agreed. far if you look at certain performance metrics. And even just uh, Kyle Brandt on Good Morning Football this morning, his way of, you know, picking Super Bowls is kind of, he looks at, you know, the starting players on both sides of the ball for both teams and just goes by and compares them talent to talent. And that's a, not a bad way to do it either. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, the Chiefs would have the edge and the quarterback and tight end and maybe like uh, on one of like the – who's Chris? Um, like Chris Jones. Yeah. But other than that, uh, I'd say uh, most of the talent or a majority of the talent would be focused on the Eagles roster. I couldn't agree more. And it's – it's making it hard to kind of pick against the Eagles. They are a really complete team. Obviously, their clear deficit is between Mahomes and Hurts, and we're not even totally sure how big of a deficit it is right now because Hurts has barely even had to throw this postseason. Yeah, and when he has, he hasn't really looked good. No. I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like against the Niners and who else did they play? The Giants. Uh, yeah. It's kind of been – I mean, they won – but it wasn't necessarily like him lighting it up. A lot of ground and pound. And like we mentioned last week, and what has been kind of said about them this whole 
postseason, who have you guys been playing? Yeah. Like, everybody was riding the Bengals' dicks, and the Chiefs <laughs> beat them. Like, that's a skin you can hang on your wall. It's like, well, and I, I forget who. I mean, Pat said this after that game, but he was like, whatever, 95% of the media uh, – picked the Bengals over us and oh yeah. Pete Schrager was on Bill Simmons and he was like well and that's not necessarily true like you guys ended up being favored but it's like I remember that week and everyone on TV was picking Cincinnati so, Me too. And the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the talking heads and the pundits and the media is not the bookmakers so there's there gonna be two different things happening but he was right everyone was high on Cincinnati and I think everyone and whether rightfully or wrongly so but if you think the Eagles are going to win this game. There are plenty of reasons there. I mean, like you said, one of these are reasons why KFC, or Kansas City KFC. would be hard for you. Yeah, I was going to say KFC. <laughs> but I think they've allowed the third most sacks in the NFL, if not this year, maybe of all time, and a team that has gotten to the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, doesn't spell good things for a quarterback with a bum ankle, whether mm. that's healed up a lot or not. But then you have the coaching breakdown where Nick Sirianni is one of if not the most aggressive uh coaches in the league when it comes for going for it on third and long or even fourth and short and I think he's ranked first in the you know Conversion. probability outcome from that okay. and Reed Andy Reed is ranked 28th in the go for it's you know what I mean we've seen them win a Super Bowl with him going for it what yeah. was the, uh but you know, and he was a forf- on the forefront of analytics in Philadelphia. But you know, this season it has not been an edge of his. The coaching, the, the those go for it moments, has not been an edge to Kansas City. I I would agree with that. And a lot of times, I mean, they're in close games too. And you got to think maybe that's kind of the difference in a lot of those games between them winning by two scores as opposed to not covering six and a half spread. Sure. Um, Love the Sirianni kind of being off the kind of kick to the curb during the Andy Reid coaching regime, the takeover yeah. in 2012, a little chip on the shoulder. I think that I think that it's going to be tricky if they do go for it because the Chiefs have a legit D line and yes. some of the cute little QB sneaks or little QB they do they do a nice little like three gap QB sneak where mm-hmm. he gets to the guard. And he gets a little extra push as a result because everyone's packing the mill. It's a great play. Right. Um, I think you know, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, they've got some big name guys. And, you know, maybe Andy Reid being 28th is indicative of him being a little bit due for some of these plays yeah, to kind of go know. in his favor. And I just wonder, you know, game plan wise, we talked about Hurts having been hurt and not throwing a bunch recently and not looking spectacular when he has, would you say the Chiefs' defensive game plan will be like, make him throw it all over the field all night long? We'll take our chances with him doing that. Like they, the, You might get some turnovers. You might get you know a lot more three and outs that way as opposed to kind of letting him... And that's a great that's a great uh, idea, honestly. And the Chiefs, they uh, their top corner, Legarius Sneed, was cleared from a concussion, so that's a huge yeah. addition back. Yeah. They got rookie Trent McDuffie, great name, University yeah. of Washington, McDuffie the Husky, uh, back in college. He's a nice up and coming guy too. So they've got some corners who can match up a little bit. Um, I think, like you said, if you contain Hurts in the pocket, don't let him break any crazy runs. Yeah. Stifle their run game a little bit and then make them throw. That's 
that's easily their best route to victory. Right. Well, and it'll be interesting to see. And and just, you know, these Super Bowls always start out, they either start out electric or they start out really slow. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how that happens. But once we get down into the scoring portions of the field, that's why I want to see a lot of this game living. I mean, you got the Eagles. The Eagles are number one in the red zones, number one scoring offense in the red zone this year. And the Chiefs are the second worst red zone defense. I mean, I feel like we could go this whole evening, this whole pod pointing out reasons to pick the Eagles. And I've almost damn near convinced myself. But there's still something about me where it's the Pat the Patrick Mahomes of it all. It's like, I don't know. He's one of those guys. He may have been the one to take up the mantle from Tom Brady where it's like, I wouldn't bet against Pat Mahomes. You can think the Eagles have the advantage, but it's tough to be like, I'm going to bet against that guy who went to five conference championships. This is his third Super Bowl, which that's an interesting wrinkle in this story too. If Pat Mahomes wins this, he is the rightful heir to the throne. But if he loses this, it's like, what the fuck? You've been the three Super Bowls by the time you were 27 or 28, however what he is now, and you've lost two. Yeah, and it's kind of, that's not great territory to be in there. No, no, I mean, it's not, worst things could happen. You know, you could be... A lot of teams would kill for that. A lot of (laughs) of quarterbacks would kill kill for that one. Absolutely. That one. Absolutely. Um, so going off that vein, and we might as well just turn this into rhyme time because it's sure. going to be part of it anyway. Man, I wanted more time <laughs> to make up my mind, but uh, I'll let you go. I, well, I'll, I'll try to drag this out too. Uh, Producer Joe is not with us tonight. We're uh, recording Rogue, so to speak. Hopefully this comes out well. But he did send in his picks. So I'll start off with mine, then I'll give Joe's, and then we'll get yours, and that way you got some time. Sure. So I I picked it last week. I do think the Eagles are going to win. I think that the roster's just too deep. I think that they, um, the defense is going to stifle the lack of receivers in Kansas City. Kelsey's going to get his. I think it's going to be an ugly close game. I will take the Eagles in a in a close one. And darn it, if you don't know it, producer Joe agrees. Great, because I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with my gut. I'm going against the numbers. I'm going against all the analysis. And it's going to be that that uh, indescribable, that just certain je ne sais quoi. It'll be the Pat Mahomes being that, you know, comic book hero, that playing card quarterback. And it'll be Andy Reid, you know. Being one of the great coaches the NFL has ever seen, and not he, like out of water there, like he's no. he's been there. Oh yeah, and he's not gonna he's not gonna you know do boneheaded bullshit, fuck up things, things that he may have done in the past, like yeah. head scratchers. And I think we're gonna see a little bit of the Eagles coming back to earth a little bit in the sense where it's like yeah you guys cakewalked through a lot of the season and the postseason that's great that's not taking anything away from you and you don't make the schedules and yeah, there's nothing wrong with an easier hard schedule anyway but you have a quarterback and i'm not going to say the moment's going to be too big for him but i just feel like there's something that the eagles team is is missing there, there it might be another year out or so yeah do for they're a not quite battle tested and do for a little bit of a hiccup and experience enough, yeah. 
I gotta say, I'm I'm slowly approaching that mindset as well. I picked the Eagles. I'm sticking with them. Yeah, would not. But this is a living, breathing thing. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. got we're we're over. What did we got? Ninety six hours yeah. to kick off. We got plenty of time. And if I was gonna bet this game, which I'm sure I will, I really like Chiefs plus seven and a half. Keep it within a touchdown. Okay. And yeah. Like it feels that feels like, yeah, like a safety net. A safety I mean, whoever net. Whoever wins, because yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna be close. And it, and I could totally see this going either way. I do think it will be. Along the lines of like a 27 23 thing, something like that. The alleged yeah. leaked script said 37 34. Wow. So take that That'd as you That'd be want. awesome. I hope that that is awesome the score. Game. Like, yeah. And I hope that that, I hope it's exactly that so people's like heads explode. Oh, uh, the social media would lose their fucking minds. Well, yeah. <laughs> that would be what great. What minds? Exactly. Uh, so we don't have a steer clear this week because... Speaking uh, of conspiracy theories, I can't wait till we get to Kyrie and oh. Dallas. But <laughs> Won't be long. Go on. Won't be long. Uh, it our, won't be long. Instead of our steer clear, because it's kind of implied with our hot spot, we're going to pick our MVP. I'm gonna, I had Jalen Hurts initially, but I'm going to go with a super dark horse here. And I'm curious what his line is online. I'm going to go with Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth this, arguably the second or third string running back for the Eagles. I feel Could you have a better last name for a running back? He's gonna gain well. Yeah. He's gonna find it's the like end. Felicity zone. Shagwell and Austin Powers. It's like <laughs> Yeah, great. I gain well. I I I'm averaging three point eight yards a carry. Like, come on. Like look, check me out in the weight room. All gains. Uh but I just I just feel like it's gonna be a weird game. I feel like the Chiefs are going to game plan so heavy for Hurts. There's yeah. going to be some red zone plays where he dumps it off to a running back who happens to be game well. So you like the Chief? I mean the the Eagles will win all of their Super Bowls in some underhanded way. The first one was the Philly special. Yeah, like they're going to have to rely on doing like Just things. Little dump that, off like the guy. Shit. It's going to yeah. be a James White esque performance. <laughs> that's that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. Who do you got for the MVP? It's boring. It's Pat Mahomes. It's just, if they win, it's yeah, gonna be hard to argue yeah, against that. Yeah. Um, and Joe himself also had Hertz winning. So um, I changed my mind prior to looking or re-looking at his text. He texted me earlier in the day. I was I was busy. So our top props here, sticking with these, I got Hassan Reddick, linebacker for the Eagles, getting two or more sacks. He's been a game wrecker. He's a great player. And this is something I feel like you can set your watch to. Or do you want me to go with my top prop? Please, or do you please. want Joe? I don't know if we were going to a specific no, please, order. Yeah. But there will be a safety in the Super Bowl. I love the Don't care when or where for whom, but there will be a safety recorded in Super Bowl 50. Is this 57? I think so. Yeah. That's you probably get around plus two thousand. And how do they that. not do a partnership with Heinz? And, then, and at, the year like, after kicking out Heinz in Pittsburgh, no less. Right. Oh, right. That's For not Akersher, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. Is a stupid uh, yeah. name. Well, that wouldn't be as cool then. But nah, it either, wouldn't have been either way. And top prop for Joe, wrapping things up. He has AJ Brown two touchdowns, not only in the game but in the first half. So, bold claim there, if that's the case. Bowler, Colorado. That'd be impressive to see. Uh, last week, Joe had two of his 
rhyme times hit, and you had one of yours hit. I struck out Ofers. So Joe's leading the way for our ice bowl with 11 points. You've got nine, and I've got six. We got like seven, eight weeks left, so plenty of time, but Mm -hmm. not looking great for me right now. We'll see. A little bit more NFL news since we wrapped up with the Super Bowl here. We got the Ravens allegedly being $100 million apart on guaranteed money with Lamar. Yeah, and I know that's been reported, but this is... (laughs) And I mean, as Ravens fans, and even still, it's just like, I don't know what the fuck to believe about any of these stories. I don't know. I mean, Lamar has, in the intervening time since our loss and since this report, has tweeted out things of like him in Ravens jerseys yeah. about like being down with his boys. Mark Andrews is saying he'll literally give him his fucking money to come back and be a Raven. Uh, I it's would like, too. There's a lot of things. I mean, During the season, the last couple weeks of the season, I was almost positive we were never going to see him play for us again. Then, as the time has progressed since that loss to Cincinnati, I have been getting more and more of a feeling that he actually will be coming back and to play. Not like, we're going to franchise him and he's he's going to fucking sit out. out. No, I think he's going to play football for us in September, like as soon as September 2023. Um, but God, I hope you're right. I just don't know how we're going to get there. A hundred million dollars is a long way to be apart. Yeah. Even if you're talking about a $300 million contract or whatever it is, like that's a lot of fucking cheese. Yeah, like, that's is a it, lot of space. Like, is it even salvageable at that point? Like, obviously money yeah, talks, but yeah. money talks, bullshit walks, but yeah, I just don't know how we close that gap. I, cause someone will pay him. Yes. Yesterday. And imagine him going to fucking Miami. Or the he Jets. would love to go to Miami. Or the Lions. Yeah. Dude, he'd be crazy on the Lions. Not that Jared Goff deserves to lose his job, but if you got Lamar in play, that'd be a crazy addition. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe he'd go down to the Saints. I wouldn't if I were him, but they well, got the... <laughs> the reports just before I got here was that Derek Carr was cleared to have conversations yep. with the Saints, which... And that checks out. That seems like such a place for him to land. That's almost and... a lateral move from Andy Dalton, in my opinion. Like it's a, it's like a one. You're skip just forward. trading silver for gold at that point. Sure, that, or, I'd say actually bronze for silver. I <laughs> but, like, but anyway. I meant like the black and silver and the black, like just literally jersey. I meant, oh colors. yeah, I meant the ginger and the, uh, uh, and then the. Yeah. But regardless, well, neither one of those guys are precious metals, no. so we'll move on. Copper to some really interesting news, and that is Aaron Rodgers' darkness <sighs> retreat. Four days. And yeah, that's... and I just love this. I mean, he was such a what the fuck. Like this has been going on for years. I've now reached. It's almost like whatever. What do they call it? Like the eight stages of grief or some oh, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm at the point now where With it's acceptance. like I'm just laughing. I actually love this. Yeah, I'm acceptance. Like I love that he just goes on Pat McAfee and says weird shit. It like just um, spews his mind. Darkness retreat, which brings me to the point. I, the soundtrack of this off season saga will be a song called. Well, band called The Darkness. And Jordan, I believe in a thing God love, because Jordan Love will be the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers this upcoming season. And I got Aaron Rodgers being the quarterback of the New York Jets. And on top of that, it won't be long for 
He's there living in New York City, and he's dating one of the girls from Saturday Night Live. Probably Chloe Feynman, but if he knew what he was doing, it would be Heidi Gardner. Hey, maybe we'll... Check back in. There'll be a lot of developments over the course of the summer, I'm sure. That's a great hot take there, too. We'll, we can't forget that one, especially when it hits. Yeah, mark all that down. <laughs> we'll be coming back to you know, me, Evan, Doc... The prognosticator. Aaron Rodgers. The prognosticator. So he had just won the Pro-Am at Pebble Beach and then decided on this announcement. Apparently he's going to get food dropped off through a slot in the door. <laughs> like He's basically in like solitary confinement <laughs> right. in the dark. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, it's like that scene in Shawshank. <laughs> like yep. at, and the warden's like, we're having ourselves a good old book burning. They'll see the flames for miles. We'll be dancing around like wild engines. And that'll be Aaron Rodgers will be you know, like squinting against just a pinhole of sunlight, and be like, "Is it time yet?" And they'll be like, "Ah, no, dude, this is like hour twelve. Like, you yeah, right, ready. you got a long way to go, motherfucker." <laughs> like, uh, so what a unique development there. He's as he's annoying. I don't even think he he's not likable, but he's certainly entertaining. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's well, certainly entertaining. I, I, it's almost like who even knows if any of this is true. It's like. He and Pat McAfee are boys, and he has, like, that, his weekly spot, whatever, yeah. like, Tuesday mornings or whatever it is, and it's like, I'm sure they just say shit to say it, and, like, be like, see how Let's many, see how, like, how many, how many fucking shows we can be on this afternoon with this, but this darkness retreat reminds me of something I just read about the other day, and I don't know where it is, but it's called The Quietest Room in the World, Okay, and it is, like, completely devoid of sound, and no one can last an hour like an hour is the longest anyone's ever been able to last in it without going like completely nuts and like pushing the button like let me out let me out like Interesting. there's something about i don't know if it like makes you sick there's something about the complete and utter silence that we our brains cannot take they say it's a deafening yeah uh, that's they, right uh we had a little bit of sean payton in the news again Saying he hadn't heard anything about Russell Wilson's personal <laughs> quarterback coach, but that's not going to fly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. Just right out of the game. Like, I, I actually even talked to Russ yet, but that's fucking ridiculous. Right. Like, his office is already mine. Well, yeah, and this is how this is going to go. It's Sean Payton's team. Oh, like, Russ had a year to, like, make that his, and he didn't. Nope. Like, he lost the locker room. They sucked. You can blame it on the coach. They, the organization did. There but was, yeah. the teammates were blaming Russ. They weren't going and yelling Visibly. at fucking Nathaniel Hackett. And Nathaniel Hackett got hired like within 24 hours of being fired. Pretty close, Granted, yeah, surprisingly. It's an offensive coordinator position, but it is for the Giants. So it's like, Jets, Jets. Or Jets, pardon me. But it's like, yeah, I uh, I think Sean Payton was kind of putting him on notice where he's like, A, you're not parking in my fucking parking spot yeah. like you apparently have done other places. You're Clown not shit. you're not bringing in your own team and this office you have set up this corner office. I'm gonna need you to just clear out by five on Friday because that's where I will actually. That's <laughs> that's my office. It's my second office. But and that's why <laughs> reports were a week or two ago that after his hiring or a part of his hiring was a bit of an understanding where it's like this rust thing might last another year or two, but don't worry about it. Like do your thing. We're invested in you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was interesting though. And another like public (laughs) taking down of a rung of Russell Wilson. Yeah. This guy can't win. 
Yeah, clown shoes. I I really hope he flounders again because. I mean, I think he's. I do think he's cooked. Like they, yeah. Like <laughs> let Russ cook. Like Russ is cooked, and I do. I do believe that. I I think he can look better than he did last year. Yeah, that was pretty atrocious a lot of the season. Correct. But he's not going to be a top fifteen quarterback. No, not without the legs at this point. Uh, I just don't see it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, last bit of NFL news. This was actually still fairly breaking and developing. Michael Irvin had seen this taken off of all Super Bowl duties. Oh, no. A woman accused him of misconduct in a hotel lobby. Uh, this down week? At, uh, today. Oh, today. wow. Um, this is like uh, what, 6 o'clock. It's probably about 7 or 8 hours old at this point. Wow, I wonder uh, who that was. Don't have a lot of details. Or not who that was, but like what that was. Yeah. But I know hotel lobbies are littered with cameras. Yes. And that whatever, be, yeah, that somewhere. That should be able to be found out. Because really, I mean, he's had his sketched past of drug use and just wild. Cocaine but cowboys. he's literally been on, he's been like a model citizen straight in there for 20 years. And I mean, a great analyst. Yeah. Great like, analyst. He's on a couple nights or a couple days a week, every week. And yeah, everyone seems to love him. Like I, I even the people I follow on Instagram, other NFL network workers, young women, even. And it's like, he seems to be one of everyone's Pretty genuine, favorite yeah. people. Yeah. So that's disappointing. I hope it's not true. Uh, and But we'll have to see. Yeah. For better or worse, hopefully we have at least some definitive evidence. I'm not trying to start a witch yeah, hunt. Yeah, because I love the fucking playmaker. Yeah. He's great. But we, uh, you know, we don't want anyone losing a job over an accusation unless it's legit. Right. So, ooh. Keep a keep an eye on that. And I'm sure we'll hear more over the coming hours, if not days. Moving along here, a lot of news in the NBA this week. We'll kind of start earlier in the week and we'll work our way up to the bigger story. Last night, we had Kyrie. He'd requested out of Brooklyn, even though they're in fourth place. Everything seemed like it was going they well. Were playing well, yeah, and like it was apparently it came as a shock to Kevin Durant. That's what it seems like. The man who Kyrie. Or- said as recruited earlier and, and said as recently as like a year ago it's like we're gonna end this year like we're both going out nets yeah i mean psych. he said that earlier. Kyrie irving is a megalomaniac and one of the worst people in sports right now and his friends i mean teammates seem to love him because i think he's probably a nice guy yeah but i don't Just see a horrible like employee a who, here's one of the stats he played 51% of his games as a net. Awful. Over the course of three or four years. That's terrible. Yep. And he really wasn't injured a lot of No, it. not for most of it. In those games he played, they won 50% of the games he played in. So not even great. In the games he didn't play in, they also won 50% of those games. So he's literally wow. a non-factor. It's like, we don't, we're the same team with and without you. And that's kind of been the case with every other team he's left the the Cavs I mean that was a bad situation organizationally but they're on the rebound now they were on the rebound a year or two ago the Celtics got better the Celtics got right they turned they got better around damn right and the Nets who knows what happens now I mean if I'm Kevin Durant I would totally entertain going somewhere else so here's why not just set up I mean that's the interesting thing with Kevin Durant you never know yeah, I mean, he's a wild card, but also he's only a couple years younger than LeBron, but he does not have the durability that LeBron has. No. Like, he kind of misses – he doesn't miss a ton. Of, I mean, Kevin Durant plays, but 
every season he's got like something where it's like a couple weeks or like a month or something. He's, he's a, a tall guy, fragile yeah. feet, yeah, whatever it is. But is he looking around going like, I don't want. I'm not going to sit here for a rebuild. I don't know what pieces they have or what could happen. And so I mean, they, the trade deadline's to Thursday afternoon, correct? Yep. So tomorrow. Like, yeah. Um, or today, if you're listening, tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, so their GM, I think his name's Sean Marks. Yep. They drafted Nick Claxton mm-hmm. late in the first round, and they got a guy, Cam Thomas, who's just scored three straight 40-point right, 40 40. games. He was right. a second rounder. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw a meme or a tweet earlier that said he gets a lot of shit for Kyrie not being able to be a model employee for more than two weeks consecutively. Right. Because he's actually done an okay job at finding some pieces. Sean Marks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I th- now I know they met with Durant today, and I'm sure that if they needed, or I'm sure if he requested to move, they would be willing to move him because they get a fucking haul. Right. But I think that there's enough talent on this team where if Durant really feels he's elite and can stay healthy, that they can be competitive in the East. I'm not going to say I, – I feel like the four seed's a good – ceiling for them yeah. like they might get in and surprise someone they're probably not going to get out of the east but well that's what was weird i thought about Kyrie leaving like it's like you might as well just play this season out because you, yeah you you're in your best spot in a bottle yeah it's like for sure it's like, they were probably gonna be looking at the fourth seed or whatever you get in you play you never know what happens but at that point kevin durant's healthy and if Kyrie can just fucking keep the blinders on until the end of June. Right. And Kevin Durant comes back healthy. There's still those two dudes. And That's the 60 NBA, points a game. You got two fucking yeah. all-star, all-pro, all-time players like those two. It's yep. like you can win anything. It's like – but so some of the landing spots or the main one I've heard talked about with Durant would be Phoenix. I don't know would have to come back to Brooklyn. Would they – Send Chris Paul and people. I mean, I, so I know they send, offered Chris Paul and but, people for and like with DeAndre Ayton, like didn't he come from Brooklyn? And I thought that ended poorly. Like you couldn't. No, send no, he him was always back. drafted there. No, he oh, was okay. he was always in Phoenix. He was okay. the number one pick. So that'd be an interesting fit. Uh, I don't think they have a big center there. I could I could be totally wrong up in Brooklyn. I mean, and you would be getting Kevin Durant, and like you would have to. It would be Chris Paul and people. It'd be probably Chris Paul, Ayton, and picks. I would, I would think, because yeah, you got to pay up. I know. Well, I would rather just be Chris Paul at oh, a yeah. shit ton of picks. Because what if you're in Phoenix? And again, I don't know how any of this works. I'm not into that side of sports. A lot of moving not pieces. Basketball, but talk about a big three. If you had Durant, Devin Booker, and Aiton, fuck it, it's all over. Throw people around us. Like that's one of those things, especially the West being pretty wide open. Well, outside yeah, of Denver. yeah. It's like. Yeah, I mean, you got Denver, but, and uh, that, I mean, who knows? Maybe Dallas. If Kyrie plays like good ball and just really wants to be there, because he, you know, he could be playing for a contract. If he plays for well sure, enough, Dallas for would, sure. will, will definitely want to keep him, but. What so if he doesn't want to stay there? What if he goes, Joe Sy wouldn't give me to the Lakers, so I'll just play really well here, and then and in the summer, I'll go to the fucking Lakers. Yeah. It's like... So I saw, or I actually had a student of mine bring up he or a comparison. We were talking about the trade, and he said, something tells me it's going to be like Iverson and Carmelo, and it's going to be two guys. Oh, the, who, in between, Dallas. Yeah, 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 two yeah. guys who were dominant, ball-dominant guys. 
Yeah. Dominant scores can yep. facilitate enough, mm-hmm. but can they facilitate together? Well, and here's what I'd like to see out of them. And I really, and, and this is asking a lot, and it won't happen. But if Kyrie just realized what was going on, I mean, Luca's younger and better. Yes, that's a fact. He's no shade on he, Kyrie, like, even six but or yes. seven years younger and better than Kyrie ever was. And Kyrie's really fucking good. Exactly. But Luca's yeah, like no that special. They're, yeah, that sometimes the dude's just better than you. But the problem with the Mavericks are the minutes Luca's off the court. Yeah. So they need to figure out a way where they can be on the court the least amount of time together and just kind of have Kyrie spell Luca a lot. Yeah, and you just. Kyrie just has to realize it's like, dude, just use your handles and go to the rim. But other than this, you're you're here to help Luca. Yes, it's his team. Like that mural they whoever painted in Dallas and was like, send help or I need help. This is the help. Yeah, and it's Which quality help. I'm still number one. Like it's like I I don't think a lot should change. It should just be like, hey, Luca, instead of having to score 54 points, maybe score 38, and Kyrie can get 28. Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. And that's all's the well. thing when you need five guys on the court at all time. If this goes well, there's no reason they can't be a super threat in the playoffs. I agree. With those two players, they're they're so dynamic. And I love Luca, so it's going to be hard not to cheer against him. I know, I do too. Yeah, and I just I dislike Kyrie so much, which sucks too, because I used to like him before he went full fucking nut. Job. It started with the flat earth shit, and he didn't handle that well when people, rightfully so, were like, you're ridiculous, yeah, that's like, stupid. Sorry. Then he just doubled down and went like way down the rabbit hole. And now it's just like, dude, you're your lost cause. Like, so here we are. And now he's in Dallas, the home of one of the world great conspiracy theories. Like, how long until we get a Kyrie quote, tweet, or something involving the Kennedy assassination? And he's like, I went to the book depository today. Like, this is Jack Ruby. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, those boxes weren't there anymore. So, I, I mean, what are we even talking about here? Uh, <laughs> you know, like, he's going to get really into the grassy knoll. It'll, it'll be, there's going to be a lot coming that, down the pike from this guy. That crowd would <laughs> eat him alive. <laughs> it'll be awesome. I can't wait to, like, he watches JFK. Uh, He's like, yeah. don't you get it? Yeah, if he hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> that would be the, if you get to the playoffs, you got some a coach on the other team just sending him that link. Yeah. <laughs> like, watch oh, us. Oh, man. It's, like, we got you in six. You know, it's, we got you in six. As sure as I am about Aaron Rodgers dating one of the SNL girls as he plays for the New York Jets, Kyrie Irving, there will be some story in the next well, however many months until he until he's no longer in Dallas, which who knows how long. Yeah, it could be. A- there will be some definite uh, November twenty, whatever, nineteen sixty three. November twenty one, nineteen sixty three. I I can't wait to hear it personally. Quite a perspective, I would be sure. Did you see any of the John Morant gun drama? Yeah, in saw, Indiana, saw a lot of that. And I tell you what, here's another guy, just like Kyrie, just like all these other people. Where it's like, I was a fan, loved him. Was I, awesome. John Morant is wearing out his welcome heavy. It's like quick. Not only are the Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks is a fucking clown. He's a head case too. Every game he, and maybe that's his thing. He's like a Draymond Green type player, where he just is like how hockey has goons. He's like an agitator, but. The Grizzlies used to be so fun, but after the Shannon Sharp thing and all this, and then Ja, I mean, 
what in the off season or the beginning of the season, he was in a pickup game and didn't he like punch or like beat a up kid. a seventeen year old yeah, or some child. shit? It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And then accused or uh, claimed self defense like, when he, he was sued. I don't know the family history, but his dad was like a college basketball player. I think he grew up in a too many nice house. middle class, whatever. But everything is like, I'm a shooter. I got shooters. Fucking don't fuck with me. Like, you're not about that life. Like, I think he actually tweeted out, like, a gun threat to a fan once. And it's like, I wouldn't doubt it. Dude, what are you doing? Like, Shannon Sharp was right the other day. He's like, you're making $200 million. Like, you're not about that life. Yeah, if keep you your are head about down. Life, you're an you're, idiot. Yeah, you're a fucking Everyone moron. that's in the hood about that life wishes that they had your setup. Yes. So why can't you just play basketball and be great? Like, why? what, what is all this posturing... It's one thing if you want to talk shit and be tough to other guys in the league. I get that. That's like that's fine. That's, that's like competition, to some and that's extent. like you're like this is like the, this is the dogfight shit. But when you're engaging with, I don't even care who they are, media personalities, nobodies, whoever, you're like engaging with people courtside, like people in the stands, and like. After the game, whatever the laser pointer thing is, yeah, so. apparently there's an investigation. Nothing came out. Okay. Who knows how true that? There were some security guards saying that's a gun. Well, like, yeah, and it yeah. probably was. It, oh, I and would if bet. it was, the NBA wouldn't. I mean, they, I, I don't know if we'd. Ever we wouldn't really, hear about it. No, but it's just, it's just so stupid. And I'm over John Morant and the Grizzlies. Me too. And now actively rooting against them both. <laughs> Ja 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 Morant, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they lost me as a fan as well. He he's so dynamic, he's so explosive. But at the end of the day, when you're, it's one thing to be like shit talkers. I actually embrace that more often than not. But when it's like literally impeding the game, it's like shut the fuck up. Like right, because it's every game with them now. There's every like game. some fight or there's jolly. Yeah, they're, they're mentally just, weak. They they're are mentally they weak. Are. And that's when he was like, this was. Two months ago or whatever, but the West. Oh, not worried about the West. No, or whatever. And, and like I guess, yeah, no, not worried about anyone in the West, or if, or yeah, only worry about the Celtics. It's like, yeah, like, worry about fucking the first round of the playoffs. I think they're like seven you and ten against the West. Shit sense. kicked in. Yeah, getting beat up right now. Clay had a great game against OKC. Yeah, yeah and OKC in the news in all the wrong ways. Uh, he had 42 points, set an NBA record because he did not attempt one free throw. And did it off of seven dribbles. It was a classic clay that game. That is a classic 42 points. I think he had nine threes or he 12, nine or three. runs to his spot, gets the ball, pulls the trigger, Bang. bottom of the net, let's go. And he's been playing his fucking ass off. Yeah, with Curry out. He averaged 27 a game in January. And with Steph injured and an open West, this leaves them just to trade away from the same shit as last which, year. Which, hey, how about this? Let bygones be bygones. Hey, hey brother. You can come and you, get the hell on. Hey, brother, you went and set out on your own, and it's a tough world out there, but we're family. We want you back. Kevin Durant, come home to Golden State. Let's run this back. <sighs> Let's win three in a row. That'd be awesome. Come on. I'd get on board. Let's like, do that. I hate ring chasing, but why not at this point? They're all getting I older. Mean, if Kevin Rand's going to go anywhere, go back to to Golden State. I'd sign off you on know, it. That's the one. Or, or, you know, you go to Washington. <sighs> no. And no. you trade. I'd love that, but no. And then, but you're so bad this year that you get Victor Wembanyama, and then it's just Victor Wembanyama and Kevin Durant for the next five years. Like and twin that, towers. And then, yeah, 
and and the Wizards get their fucking long lost title after 50 years or whenever uh, Baby West won one with the Bullets. They're so fucking bad. <laughs> it's I would love that. I will bet my nuts that doesn't happen. But we'll see. See if we have to put my nuts on the chopping block at any point in the coming future. Speaking of OKC, they gave up 38 to LeBron. He passed Kareem. It was an electric crowd. Yeah, so um, fun. That would have been an awesome all-timer sporting event to be at. Yeah, like that would have been sick. Couple things that I wanted to note. Sure. Not, not taking away from the accomplishment at all. I'm, I'm an adamant anti-LeBron guy. Right. When uh, I want to be here to be pro-LeBron for okay. him. Okay. And I and I have multi, just all the respect in the world. Sure. Great player. Best scorer. Yeah, well, we gotta call him what he is. That's a fact. Yeah, probably um, will be. And there's a good potential he'll be the leader in points, rebounds, and assists. Like for he's sure. very for close. Sure. I, I understand. Well, go on. I'm sorry, you're in the middle of your. His two children at the game. Yeah, sitting courtside, watching his dad beating the scoring record, wearing Air Jordans. Brownie and Bryce. That's all I need to say. Yeah. And, and, that's all and I need to I, say. I know, that's a cute little argument. And that's great. And, and that's good for Michael Jordan for like being born 30 years before LeBron or whatever it is. And, and yeah, like I don't think you're ever going to have an athlete that's a bigger cultural icon than Michael Jordan. Like, sure. The shoes, the bald head, the hoop earring, I get Globally it Globally at that. I get it all. But in the confine, and it depends on how you want to, how you want to talk about this or how you want to grade people. But what LeBron is doing is insane. I mean, he's the oldest. Oh, he's man incredible. To average thirty points. He's like thirty-eight. Second best player 30. ever. Yeah, like like definitely the second best ever. Yeah. Like like I'll let the Michael Jordan thing be. Like that's fine by me. I'm not even here to like. I'm not into yeah. that. But he is so obviously the only other option. If you're gonna say there's another one, I love Kobe. And oh, uh, but you, like you, you, there so are there are Kobe, so right? many people who put Kobe ahead of him, and Wait, Kobe's an aura. They're just factually wrong on that. Yeah, and, and I, I love Kobe. It. You can and get caught I'm, up in the yeah, he's the aura. He's an aura. 80, Eighty-two or whatever. I get it. He he, it was Kobe and the fadeaway, all of that. Yeah, Kobe or he's doing but more it's really right not now. Even close, like. There, you could make the argument. I mean, Kobe's really probably not even a top five player. Like a lot of basketball historians would say, he's probably more in the like literally like ten range. That's yeah. Like I, they would say that actually, Magic and Larry and Tim Duncan. And, if he hadn't played for the Lakers forever, what would he have been? Right. Like, yeah. Truly. Exactly. Truly. And you can just look at it as he is. I mean, and that's not even a that's not even necessarily a takedown on Kobe. Being in the top ten is amazing, but there's a lot of guys ahead of you. Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing with LeBron doing this twenty years going. He's always been the best player on every single team he's yes. been on, even since he was nineteen years old and leading a fucking no, nothing Cavs team to the finals. Yeah, with you know Eric I mean? Snow like, and Larry Hughes, and it is interesting, and uh, you know. I think it's a mark in his good column. Some people have been like, well, 
he didn't go to college, so he got a leg up on Kareem. Sure. Well, but the fact of the matter is, he actually achieved this feat in 150 less games than Kareem did. So that I don't there care. You Whatever you want to do, the ages in 150 games That's is two, two fucking seasons. seasons. Yeah. So for I, sure. I don't know what to tell you there. You know. Um, I agree. Yeah, he's he's great. It was just cool to witness, and I get, I'm not even like I'm I, out here feeling like I'm on like a LeBron soapbox. That's okay. He's not my he's not my guy. He's not my favorite basketball player ever. He's not in my favorite athlete ever. I don't really find him too endearing. A lot of the shit he does is cringy, and yep. a lot of his takes are hypocritical and at best and, and like incongruent. I I like some of the takes he has, but it's like then he follows it up with, but so you don't. You say fuck the Cowboys because a 15 year old Jerry Jones was at a segregation rally, and Jerry Jones probably is a racist piece of shit. Yeah, wouldn't whatever. doubt that. So you go, I'm not going to be a Cowboys fan. I will now be a Browns fan. The day they signed Sean Watson, a man credibly accused by like 30 or more women. Yeah, one of them is at least not lying. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> like... God, like what the fuck. So, but just with all that being said, I've just, as much as I've actually grown weary of everyone sucking Michael Jordan's dick, and honestly, if you're under the age of 35, I don't want to hear it because you weren't there for it. So just miss me with that. But I've also gotten as almost fed up with people just hating on LeBron for every possible reason when it's like, just... In, in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years, you'll look back and be like, yeah, I was there. I watched LeBron. He was so great. Right? Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, just take at least out of your 10 minutes of hating on LeBron. Take one minute and just be like, damn, fuck. We watched this dude almost every night for 20 years, and he didn't disappoint. Never he lost was, a and step. He was, Supposed to be the chosen one, the golden child, and he actually is. That's what's so cool about Pretty much, yeah, lived watched up the, it. Lived up I agree. As much as I hate to say it. My last point on that as well. So I was reading through some of the social media and one person had brought up it's the still shot of them fading away right before Sick the shot. Sick shot. Right? Oh, Sick man, shot. Yeah. And if you zoom in on the background, there is one man not on his phone. Oh, I, I saw it. Yeah. Not on it. And, yeah. and I get it. You paid a lot of money to film this moment. I get it. But there is something to be said about just actually embracing that moment. Everyone's going to have that replay. Oh, well, and I'm Everyone's going to have that I replay. Am, like, we can start the show boxes now. I didn't have one, but this will be mine. There we go. Put your fucking phone away. Yeah. You're not going to watch this concert footage. And if you do, good for you. Yeah. Probably have better put it, it somewhere. Facebook or Instagram, I like. I fucking skip it immediately. This isn't gonna be good. I don't really give a shit. Concerts are about you being there. It's why you buy the ticket. You paid good money. If not, why ain't just live stream shit or watch it tomorrow on YouTube? Correct. I, the the putting the phone up in front of everything is just like, can't you just sit there? Like your eyeballs are the phone and your brain is the fucking Instagram page. Like, let this be your moment, your story, your, you know, mental image, something again, that you'll think back on in 10, 20, 30 years. It's like, do you watch the fucking videos of the fireworks display at July 4th? No, you don't. Also, no one else does. 
we uh, and it's the same thing everywhere it's like great every fireworks the same not every shot's the same not every shot gets you thirty eight thousand three hundred whatever whatever yeah. so you know what i mean cost you 500 so, bucks to and, get that and, seat and why have well, what you're gonna have that picture you took for your instagram avatar yeah why not just get the one the associated press puts out you or just sit any, there and be yeah. in the moment, or any one of the other ones sitting near you. Yep. Yeah, it's like be there, be look, watch. You watched it through a tiny little Put screen. Put that phone down and high five the person next to you. How about that? Yeah, knock their phone out of their hands. Take a picture with who you came with. Exactly. Not about what you're watching. This is recorded. Trust me. And I and I'm guilty of it at times. But sure, I, I we feel, all are. But this I isn't think, like a judgment. This is just yeah, a yeah, realization. Like, like that's a big, that's a big thing. Really embrace it. Celtics are embracing their spot atop the East still, as are the Nugs at West. Not a lot of action atop. Yeah, the Celtics have looked like, I mean, they're still at the top, but like have looked They're very up and shaky. down. Yeah, yeah very yeah, up and like down. The, the East, I wouldn't be, uh, who knows what's going on there. And that's why when we were talking about the Nets, it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, Missed they, opportunity. Yeah, the Celtics are the defending Eastern Conference champions or whatever, and they were whatever, not far from winning a championship but they're not looking super sharp i mean i not would probably unbeatable. take the bucks i would take the the chris middleton I bucks agree. right now to to be the ones coming i'd even East. say the calves could hang with them the calves are sure, deep calves and young are, well and that would be a cool place and i that's i don't understand why LeBron signed that extension. Maybe he thought it was all over, but it's I'm like, sure they imagine all have if he could outs. be traded tonight to the fucking Cavs. Go back a, to the Cavs again. They'd be win a the crazy team. They'd probably win the fucking ring this year. They'd win the East which at least. Would be insane. Yeah, that'd be and a... that's what's another cool part about LeBron. Just, but I forgot to mention it. But I do think it's pretty cool that we talked about he was always the best on every team he was on. To bring rings to three separate franchises, one of which being one that never had yep, one. Bubble ring. Well, and a bubble ring. So, but nonetheless. Well, yeah. Well, the bubble ring is cool. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't. But buy the Cavs that though. being like an asterisk. No, but yeah, the Cavs one is the one I was talking about. Yeah. that's the one where it's like, oh shit, okay, like. But yeah, especially kind of finishing business, unfinished business down there. He never bought a house in a city where he didn't fucking win a ring or whatever. He never set up shop I'm and sure. he didn't bring them. You know, hardware. Hang a hat on that. Yeah, put a hat on a hat. But let's not get out of here before we talk about the Super Bowl yet again. I, I, I want to leave that as our last taste in our mouth. Sure. Where do you land on Rihanna? I think this will be one of those Super Bowls where the halftime show probably will upstage the game. She is a massive, massive star who's not really been seen or heard from in, in like a while. seven years or some in shit. A while. It was a random name, and not a, and not uh, diminishing the magnitude of no, the name. No, it it's a random name, but it but it stands to reason how big of a star she is. For sure. Like, even without, even with it being random and her being not releasing music in so long, it's like it still made complete sense, and you're like, oh, yeah, she's, like, the biggest star in the world, which is weird. I guess when you achieve that level of stardom, it's like, yeah. I can be gone for a decade. Like, when I'm back, I'm back, you know? I remember she came out when I feel like, I want to say it was, like, 2006, 2007. With, I think it was Pondé Replay. It could have been. I think, I think it, was it was before Ponderico. that. It was probably 2003 or four. because I remember watching her do Pondé Replay. She had uh, short hair then 
Yeah, shorter, like the shorter. braid, like the like the the Barbados braid. Yeah, but she was. I mean, she was kind of sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. But she was doing a live performance leading up to the Super Bowl. It was like one of those things that would be on like sun, Super Bowl Sunday at like three p.m. Sure, and it'd be like, oh yeah, it's like, and then we'll go through to the studio show. But this is like for the crowd that's here. And I just remember being like, A, she's really fucking hot. B, that song was big. Like, that song was already being played on the radio then. Like, it was... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, she, was, yeah, she was big Fall already. Replay was how we all first came to know her. Yeah. Us that were there, you know. We were ground floor guys with her. I mean, come on. Shout out Mark Rapport. He, uh, he bust her table <laughs> yeah. in Ocean City. Hey, he Mark, was... if you're out there listening... Cheers, buddy. We love you. He uh, he was like, I couldn't take my eyes off her. He's like, I for he's like, I couldn't at first because I couldn't at believe Phillips it was her. Was I, he, yeah. I think it might have been Embers. Because I he, know someone that I think uh, like waited on her and Chris Brown at Phillips. Oh my! Years and years. This is before the beating, obviously. Oh, sure, maybe. But, <laughs> but they actually said that she was a fucking brat. Oh yeah, no, he said the same thing. He and said she was like strong out. Was actually cool and like. She like what? what and the Chris Brown like came back in, and, like tipped a little more, and was like, "Sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. What, yeah, no, <laughs> which he, is wild." That's Mark said the and same. That was thing. the story. I get that was the story. Like the week after it happened, yeah. So this wasn't like looking back. This is how we're gonna tell the story now. Like no, that's how it went down in like the year two thousand eight. Yeah, Mark, or Mark said it was. the like, same exact thing. Said she was. She seemed a little fucked up. Just kind of yeah. was going about her just business. Just kind of drunk and just being like, ah, yeah, yeah. And like I'm Rihanna. What are you gonna tell me? Right. Which hey, fair enough. Yeah, like, <laughs> probably uh, nothing. Like, probably I'm have, a I'm a bus boy. I'm probably nothing. gonna tell you that I'm a big fan. <laughs> yep. Can I, Can you autograph that napkin before you leave? <laughs> Uh, good stuff there. We'll fly through these other sports to our soapboxes. Had the Orioles not re-sign their lease at Camden Yards. Which a lot is, going on with those Angelos boys, too. Like, hate it. Didn't one, like, run down, like, an account from, like, $40 million to, like, forty grand? Like, I didn't they, see no, that, was, like, but... Oh, yeah, there was, like, one, one of the boys, like... Uh, I don't know if he just levied the claim or, like, the lawsuit or it just came public. But, yeah, that's, like, something's going on there that's between the, the boys. Yeah, That's not good. And uh, if I needed another reason to hate them. The Nashville Orioles. <laughs> Hopefully not. Apparent or correspondent Kev uh, said that there's some alleged expansions along the way rather than moving, which uh, I think that... is... I don't see how the MLB would be in the business of expanding. I agree. I, I think, think it would water down some rosters. Uh, well, and I just don't think the market's there. Who's clamoring yeah. for more teams and more baseball? Yeah. It's Move them out of Oakland, Miami, maybe Tampa. into second or third place. Yeah, third or fourth, really. For a couple decades now. Like, since that, probably ever since. Bonds. Yeah, or like the once that home run chase with Sosa and McGuire happened, and then it became obviously this is steroids. Yeah, it's been sliding this whole century. It's I, been in the decline. And I truly think if they would have just embraced the steroids, everyone yeah. would have been like, "Oh, they're just they're cool with it. Yeah. They're not clearly faking it. We're just gonna run with it because this is awesome." Watching these dudes at the ball five thousand right. feet. And it is awesome, but the the that's the problem that's the gift and the curse of baseball yep. is that it's all about history and numbers so you have to be purity better. 
Who the fuck knew how many points Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scored? No one. Right. You could take a guess at it. How many yards has Tom Brady thrown? Who the fuck knows? How many touchdowns has he thrown? I mean, yeah, we could all take guesses, but yeah. like, you know what the home, like, the home run king was 714 or whatever. Yeah. It was. You know what I mean? It's like you hit we – all, we, all we talked about was 62 for like two Forever. months this summer. Yeah. I mean, this – Well, at least the like, immediate summer no, for sure. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. It's like, you know the numbers in baseball. That's the only sport where those are really that sacred. That's true. Outside of like eighteen and zero in the NFL. So fuck it. <laughs> yeah, outside Either of eight. Let them do zero steroids, or let them all do all pump the steroids. Up. Yeah, that's a great point though. Like outside of being undefeated in the NFL season, there really is not. That's the only like NFL a referable number, one. Really. Yeah, but there's and really like not even the, a referenceable rushing, number. The, the only numbers that matter in the NFL, I would say would be that undefeated number and the one we all seem to care about and count down is the uh total season rushing like two, oh yeah Eric Dickerson, Eric Dickerson yeah number. 2105 that's I the believe. one that always gets talked about and I guess what it was like in the mid to in the mid thousands to the early tens Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Peyton Manning were trading off like fifty touchdown seasons. Oh yeah, we're about to be a point where it's like I don't even know if that matters anymore. It's like I don't know. Uh, I if agree. Someone throws sixty touchdowns, I'll give a fuck again. But yeah, but yeah. we're not there yet. But no, we've actually regressed. Where I think the last four, three or four years, QBs have been throwing like, like in, in the thirties yeah. or like lower forties. It's not really reached that like fever pitch that was did peyton break it and get to like 55 we didn't tom said then tom beat it the next year tom Tom said randy moss at like 51 or something yeah and then peyton beat it in denver at 55 i think and that with uh demarius thomas rest in peace uh who else uh derek decker uh sure yeah julius thomas there's another welker too welker Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a that's a who's who that was a well that was a good little squad that's a who's who uh, college basketball, Purdue, number one, lost to Indiana. Big yeah. loss there. Good yeah. game overall. Uh, our Terps crushed Minnesota, but they lost to Sparty last night up in, are they in Lansing? East Lansing? Yeah, East Lansing. Yeah, I hate, I fucking hate Michigan State. Uh, Tom is a great coach, but he can sure. kiss my white ass. Connor McGregor. Osama Bin Laden, <laughs> you can kiss my royal Irish Irish. (laughs) (laughs) Great stuff there. Speaking of Irish, Conor McGregor is back. Ultimate fighter coach. He's going to be squaring off versus Michael Chandler. Ultimate fighter coach. Yes. What's that mean? So they'll have the reality show, The Ultimate Fighter. He's coaching a team of of, fighters. Yeah, I don't know what. um, I don't know what Does he fight the other coach? At the end, yes. Oh, that's sick. I so, love and, that. And Michael Chandler is a game fighter. Like, this should be... Like, he's a real deal. Should be fun. Should, and, like, willing to scrap. Will he like, beat he's Connor? I, I haven't seen Conor McGregor win a hope. fucking fight in my life. And I've been around a long time. I, and I mean, that's exaggeration. But talk about a guy that I personally, for me, and I'm an outside UFC guy. I'm yeah, not, like, yeah. in it. But as an outsider, he is all bluster. He's yeah. all flash, no pan. You know Not much I mean? lately, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And he uh, he's been on the no, shelf for a while, even in his prime. Six, yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, it's like the ones I. I mean, he had that one great one against Jose Aldo. Aldo where yeah, he knocked out like twelve seconds. If even, but that was a, that was like an outlier. It wasn't Aldo kind of on his way out though. To an extent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Either way. Uh, um, 
And this is a great matchup because Michael Chandler will stand and throw. Like, and I, would you, it'll be a striking. Like should, a, oh, like yeah, it should be. Hands on this I would one. be very surprised I if not. I love that. Yeah, this is going to be one we'll have to all tune in for. Because, see, I'm a big – I like – I do like boxing. I like – when they throw hands, I, I like. I mean, I respect the grappling and all of the Muay yeah. Thai of it all, but I do like when it's just like two dudes are gonna stand toe to toe, and I know where everything's fucking, coming from. Yeah, and it's like, do you can you bob and we? Do you got moves? And do you have hands? Like, what's the story? Morning Glory. We'll find out. It's like out. Liam and Noel Gallagher in the middle of the octagon. Should be should be an awesome fight. Pulling for Chandler hard. I'm a big Chandler fan, regardless. But sure. You know, McGregor is just pretty unlikable. He hits old men. <laughs> um, he yeah, probably hits other. Still so fucked up. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Bruce Lee and like <laughs> Sonny Liston and those guys would be like, "No, nah, my hands are like registered weapons. Like even if you want to fight me, I won't because I will murder you." Yeah. And Conor McGregor's like, "I will punch a seventy-year-old man that's sitting down." You turned down my shot. You it's turned like, down my yeah, shot. It's like, all right, dude. Like, you fucking are whack as shit. He yeah, <laughs> literally got butthurt because the dude didn't want to take a shot of his shitty whiskey. Right. Crazy. But going to be an awesome fight. We'll have to tune in for that. Caps haven't played since we last spoke. Uh, the Atlantic Division won the, I guess, the play or uh, All-Star Weekend. They beat the Metro 10-6, to and they beat the Central 7-5. A, a lad by the name of Dylan Larkin, who plays for the Red Wings, scored three of the seven goals to get the decisive victory on Saturday afternoon. They did end up squaring off. Um, so they played the first, like I guess, half or like two periods, mm. and then the wet leaders squared off at the end. So that was cool. They yeah, got, they that got that right. Cool. Yeah, that, they, that's how you need to do it. They would have really dropped the ball not well, doing that. That's kind of like. The Pro Bowl was always a joke, and that's why that weekend was fun because they played it's their least game. Different. It's like we'll play three games, three like mini games, and then in between the game, like each halftime or whatever, we'll do a little skills competition. It's like, hey, send Stefan Diggs out there, and then send his brother Trayvon. I'll be like, go guard him. Yeah, there's all time quarterback. Like, go play five hundred, and like, who's the go be brothers like, in the people backyard? People are gonna love this shit. Yeah, it's like that's the cool shit. It's like who the fuck. I, I saw a Facebook post which was like, uh, I put on the Pro Bowl and like turn it off after five minutes. It, it, was, it was like, that's not even football. It's like, it wasn't what, supposed what, to be. Were you under <laughs> the impression that it ever was? Like, did you watch the Pro Bowl in the fucking late 90s and they just slow danced in fucking Honolulu? Outside of Sean like, Taylor killing like, the punter, yes. You're, you're like, this is a false argument because you're not even arguing anything that's real. Like, you're pretending that this was once ever a meaningful game. Yeah, like, this what are we is, doing? This is barely a walkthrough. You through. should be pumped. And, well, and here's an anecdote for you. My 90-year-old grandmother watched... And saw parts of the Pro Bowl like competition and all that. Okay. And was like, that was awesome. That was fun. It's... They played dodgeball. They were doing crazy trick catches. It's like, great. If a 90-year-old and a 9-year-old love it, guess what? You figured it out. Yep. That's what it should be. The NFL is okay? famous for that. Fuck the people who are like 35 being like, I just wanted to watch a football game. Yeah, we got 20 like, weeks of great, that. Great. Shut the fuck up. Go watch something go go watch reruns of fucking ravens games or whatever you're into but yeah, yeah. you said 20 weeks action. the pro bowl was never and is never going to be 
something you turn into and go, <gasps> did you just see the play out there? Right. It's like, this is an all-star game. It, they're all fucking goofy. It's why the fucking Atlantic just beat the Metropolitan team 12 to 10 or whatever it was. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's supposed to be fun. Score. Yeah, like, it's supposed on. to be fun. Yeah, it's like, this isn't like, if you're turning it in and you feel cheated by them just doing fucking two-hand touch, then you're the you're the moron. Yes, you you missed the call <laughs> yeah. well well a ways ago. I couldn't agree more. I didn't watch any of it, but I can say from what I'd read, my understanding of everything seemed like it went over pretty well. It seemed like the players really embraced it too. Actually, had fun with it. Right. Not like oh, we're gonna go hopefully not get hurt. And that's what you need. It's like you need the players to buy into it to make this fun. And I'm of the sense where it's like. And it seems to be what they're doing, but the NFL Pro Bowl should go more along the lines of the NBA All-Star Weekend, where it's like, yeah, you can be selected Something to every a Pro day. Bowl, but you don't have to come. We're not even playing a fucking game. Like, Tyler Huntley shouldn't be a Pro Bowler. Ever. You can come to All-Star Weekend, because we do three-point shots. We do, we do ring tosses. We do throw through the tires. Sure. That can be great. You're here. Like, that's great. But you don't get to put on your resume... I went to the fucking pro. I'm a pro bowler. Yeah. Just because you played in four games and threw two touchdowns because every other quarterback says I'm not going. Yeah, it's like that. that's not right. Just turn it into the fun, awesome weekend before the Super Bowl. And everyone that isn't one of the two teams in the Super Bowl comes and parties and they sell their fucking shit. They go, oh, Gillette gave me a million dollars last year. I guess I got to go do the Gillette happy hour on Radio Row. It's like, just right. turn it into that, you know? Yep. We don't need to make this. There's still plenty of good content. We don't need to be putting people, we don't need to be giving people Pro Bowl credentials that don't deserve them. Correct. But this weekend can be way bigger than whatever the one game was where you wear your own helmet and you play. It's like, this can be bigger than that. And that's what it's going to be. The NFL wants it to be. They saw All-Star Weekend and how that went, and they go, we're going to do that. And they seemingly have done a good job so far. We'll see if they can keep it up. We got no trivia this week. Producer Joe's way wouldn't have felt right doing it without him. So we'll just move right along. Soapboxes. Doc, you kind of alluded on yours earlier. You can feel free to dive back in. Yeah, I mean, I kind of got to one, but I might dive in. Go with yours, and we'll see where that leads me. So my one is time today. T-I-M-E. See what's become of me. And not not a reference to a Pink Floyd song by any means, but simply uh, just crazy how it sneaks up on you. Uh, Selena just got moved up a class, so she got mm. to be with the no longer newborn. She's, I guess, the second phase of infancy. So okay, nice. very exciting. Very embraced by her teachers. She's a popular girl. Great, um, love to hear it. Yeah, smart, beautiful, outgoing, really the works. Um, but you know, she's been with us eight months, which is crazy. Like eight months, that's a lot of time, but it seems... It's like a Kyrie Irving contract. Yeah, or at least a tenure, (laughs) more so. Um, But eight months, uh, you know, I find myself now at 31, played a lot of soccer and basketball today in that same vein of time. Uh, I'm very sore. (laughs) You know, it just hurts to walk up the stairs, and all I did was play with... Jalen's. Yeah, it's it's a bitch. Um, But, 
you know, time's one of the one things that we can't get back. And you got to not get philosophical, but you really got to embrace every moment. You, if you're not learning from something, you're wasting your time. Yeah. So that's mine. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's a good way to look at life, you know. And that's just a good way to see it as, and you don't even to be doing anything. Just being in that moment or being appreciative, you know. It's like we're sitting here recording this podcast and right down the stairs there's some other world going on yeah unaware of this dinner's being cooked doesn't even know what a podcast is sure but i will say this though i've gotten into wines recently not i've gotten into wine like I, i i've you know, been drinking long enough, and I like wines. They serve their time and place. Absolutely. And I don't really drink them all the time. But am in a bit of a wine phase as it is right now. And I'll say this, like like anything, I'm a big review guy. Like if I'm going to like buy something, especially something that like I – one, like you're supposed to experience like wine you're supposed to experience yeah. if I was going to buy a sponge I wouldn't give a fuck because it's like oh, this <laughs> thing I'm about to wet up and scrub some shit with how yeah, different I, can it be I figure that'll fucking work but so I've gotten into I'm doing a little bit of researching of wine there's some cool videos on YouTube with uh, this guy Andre Mack from Bon Appetit he's okay. like a sommelier but he he has a cool video where it's like oh yeah like he did one for red and white where it's like yeah I'm just going to test like 20 bottles under $20 and be like, this one's good, this one's good. Like, because it's wine isn't one of those that you don't have to spend a lot of money to get a good wine. Correct. Either way, I've been doing my research and trying some things out, and it's great. And, you know, when you find something that a lot of people like for a lot of different reasons, that's when you know it's good. Yeah, it's usually, usually someone's on to something. And I guess I just like, I love relying on reviews i mean and i will ultimately make my own decision but when you're going into something a little blind or or if in the case of like a bottle of wine there are literally hundreds if not thousands Thousands, of options so it's like all right i gotta fucking start somewhere it's worked out you know it's like it's it's a good way to start and here's to you know yelp gets a lot of bad press as well they should people misuse it it can be bad but i like reviews and i like reading them Shout out reviews. Any shout outs to any wines of late that have been? Well, this one I just got right here. Well, and this is interesting. This is really funny because I think this was featured in that YouTube video I was talking about with Andre Houston Mack, the Bon Appetit Sommelier. Either way, it's a great word. It's uh, Beaujolais Villages. And I'm sure I said that a little (laughs) wrong. I don't want to go Beaujolais. Insulting someone. Belahis. Louis Jadot. It's a French, it's Burgundy, it's a bit of a mixture there, but it was highly touted. And this is also an interesting part of this wrinkle. I watched those videos weeks ago, probably like right around the start of the new year. And this was the one. This is one of the wines that was always talked about. And like when I like looked it up, people were like, "Oh, fucking yeah, all about bah. it." And it's eleven dollars. So it's like can't for, be that. Yeah, it's like if you want to go get a six pack of beer, whatever. It's like great if you want to drink wine. This is not expensive shit. So there's a show on HBO called "This Is the Last of Us." 
or The Last, the of, last us. of Us. Yeah, Is yeah. Is it just The Last of I Us? I think so. Okay. I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about <laughs> it. It makes two um, of us. And but... it's like a zombie shit. It's not necessarily shit I've been into. And I watched Walking Dead, so miss me. That so sucked. But well, there was like the third episode was apparently. I got on my phone the next morning and like. Instagram and Twitter and then Apple News and everything was like the third episode of The Last of Us was Above. the most beautiful thing we've ever seen. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what it was all about. But I saw an article and they were like, this is the bottle of wine from that episode. And it was like, apparently that's part. And it was fucking this one. There you go. That I have been drinking and that I saw a month or so ago. And I don't know if that's great guerrilla advertising by them to like have like articles of this wine be put out and then this they, and then an episode, the episode. was going to be big or yeah whatever. that's Either smart way, it, it was interesting when i was i like clicked on it i was in my wine phase and they go this bottle of wine set the whatever ablaze and i was like what is that and i like clicked on it and i was like that's i know that fucking bottle and it's just like it is funny how that happens but i will say it's good get yourself the Lugido. Beaujolais Villages. It's a red. It's super drinkable. Like, I don't even know what I'm tasting right now. It's pretty mild. Delicioso. Love that shout out there. Maybe they'll sponsor the show. Send over a case a month. Come on, send it over. We're not asking a lot here. But great show. We had a lot to go over, even without trivia. A lot of time. Oh, yeah. We, we, there was a lot to discuss. Oh, yeah. The NBA season is just heating up with the trade deadline going. And then this is Super Bowl week. Yes, I mean, sir. come on. Can't wait for the big game on Sunday. A lot of answers to our questions ahead. Make sure to pop over to the blog where we had a little bit of a week off, kind of a dead period here, but we, we got some hot takes out there, fresh off the griddle. We got our Super Bowl preview that'll be out by the weekend. Um, going to be starting to talk about some baseball, a little bit more basketball as well. Now that football is ending, so tune on in, especially for our minor league stuff. Shout out to the guys grinding for very little. But with no further ado, if you got anything else for us, no. Well, we'll just wrap it on up here. Episode thirty. That's ten times three. We've been doing this for a little while now. We appreciate all of you who've been along for the ride. This is Chopping Lines. Chop a line now.